Hey guys, welcome back to Lava Lexi How. If this is your first time joining Lava Lexi How, simply put, this is a faith-based conversation that I have special guests each and every month. And we talk about Jesus and life and we do so through laughter, community and real conversations. And y'all, I love absolutely every special guest that I have. But today is a special day and I'm going to tell you why. I have got my sister, Ashley Nicole Howell, soon to be Williams, with me on Lava Lexi How. Y'all, my sister is so amazing and she's so pretty. Ain't she cute, y'all? She's so cute. And I am just so excited that she is here with me on Lava Lexi How. I finally convinced her. I finally got her. And y'all are in for a treat. So yes, that is Lava Lexi How. I've got my special guest and I'm ready to get into this conversation. Sissy, what's up? How are you? Hey, girl. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. You know, it's been it's been a it's been a journey getting here. You know, you got me out my comfort zone. <laughs> but thank you for having me. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. No, I know this is definitely out of your comfort zone. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I finally got her, y'all. And I'm so excited. Basically, a little bit of a backstory between Sis and I. Sissy is 29. I am 21. So we're eight years apart. Big sister, the the whole nine yards of like who you look up to, who you want to be like, who you want to dress like, who gets on your nerves the most, you know, that's that's our relationship. And we are night and day, like literally night and day. The things that you see like in me is different in her and the things you see in her is different. That's, that's where clashing comes in. But it works. It amen. works. So amen. <laughs> amen. Um, I really take um, my role seriously as a little sister, which is to be the annoying and the, you know, getting your face and the lovey-dovey type. So I take it seriously and that's what I do. But yes, that is who we have today. I'm absolutely excited because y'all, my sister's amazing. She keeps it real, but she also loves the Lord. And so that's what we're going to get into today is keeping it real, having those real conversations, talking about our faith, glorifying the Lord. Um, and it's just going to be great. There's no pressure, sissy, right? I'm just telling what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I really want to just go ahead and get into it um, and start by you just introducing yourself. I gave a little bit of a backstory that we're sisters, but just tell them a little bit more of who you are and all that good stuff. Well, just a brief synopsis. I'm Ashley. She already done put my age out there. So I'm also 29. Okay. Um, I'm out here in Seattle. I'm a travel anesthesia tech. This is what I do. So yes, I help the patients to sleep and wake you up out of surgery. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And so, um, I love God. I love my family and I'm just out here trying to be great. Yeah. For sure. Well, you're already great, but <laughs> thank as you continue you. to excel and climb the ladder. We'll be there. You know, remember me when you're famous. Okay. Remember me. I'm your little I'll sister. Try. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you are in Seattle and that really jumps us into the next question. We are in North Carolina. For those listening, you don't know where we're located. Like we're in North Carolina. Okay. And you are in Seattle, Washington. I know our family. I know how we roll. I know who we are. So what in the world was like, okay, I'm going to go to Seattle, Washington. What made you move all the way to Seattle, Washington? 
Okay. Well, first off, let me just say short answer is the Lord. Uh Right. Um, so long story short, you know, I just really got tired of the weather. I always wanted to move to like a big city. I wanted to have a little bit of an adventure. I always wanted to do that, especially before I like, you know, start having kids and, you know, get settled. And it was always kind of my goal to like, oh, I want to go to New York. I want to go up north. And we were kind of at that point where in a couple months we were going to move. Mm-hmm. Um, and things happened. You know, I didn't really like the weather and, you know, all of this kind of my anxiety was really flaring up. And, you know, I'm like, listen, no, I want to go out west. Mm-hmm. All I knew was I wanted to go out west. I actually wanted to go to California. Um, didn't know anything about Seattle other than what you see in Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not it. OK. And so then, you know, my fiance, Sam, we talk about it, we talk about it, we talk about it. And, you know, it was just placed on him like, no, let's do Washington, you know. And it was like from the moment everything just lined up for us to be out here. And it wasn't until we got out here that I really just said, thank you, God, because if it was up to me in my own self, I would have been up north where we didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he has his way of really revealing and showing us where he wants us to go. Hello. And we have to listen. And so, you know, it hasn't always been easy, but it is such an amazing experience out here. And I'm truly thankful that we came out here. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, we'll be there uh one one day we'll <laughs> we'll ride out west ourselves but as that's the plan you know <laughs> as for me and my house we're gonna stay in North Carolina for right now but then we'll come and see you and Sam speaking of Sam I really want you to share you mentioned that you are engaged to Sam Williams Samuel Williams excuse me um okay. but talk about that how did you guys meet um Obviously, we know now that you're engaged, but just talk about how did y'all meet and just establish this relationship? Like, yeah, I want to do life with you for the rest of my life. Oh, Jesus. How <laughs> much time we got? <laughs> Two minutes. No. <laughs> um, no. So we actually met a long time ago, 2014, I believe. Mm-hmm. We worked at the same Walgreens. He was the manager. I was in the pharmacy don't tell nobody um and so that's when we met kind of kicked it off but we actually courted dated quote unquote for a year um which is a long time ladies but it definitely is worth it let me tell you so then we started actually you know we became official dated um but that's where we met you know that was the initial point and you know it's nothing but the grace of god (laughs) hello Okay, glory to God, you know, that we are here. But it's the everyday choice, you know, with us, like we always say to each other in a loving way, like this is, we're not obligated to be with each other. You know, we choose to be with each other. We make each other happy. You know, every relationship has their down moments, their low moments or, you know, but we have come to a point of, listen, I love you. You're the person I want to be with, even when you get on my nerves, even when I want you to go over there, even when I can't stand you. Yeah. Okay. You know, in the back of my mind, it's like, dang, that's still my person. You know what I mean? So you get to that point in spite of, but honestly, God and God is just continuously, especially now, 
more and more time, he's continuously showing up and really, you know, showing himself in our relationship. And it's a beautiful thing. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know like seeing your life here when you were home of just your own personality, the way that you are established, your, your ambitions, your, your drive, all these different things had to be met up with someone who could not just, um, support you but like compliment you right challenge you and and all that and we have heard stories of what you shared (laughs) with us of like how you guys go at it in life you know like just knowing your different personalities and your similarities and that's what you guys have chosen to do was to be with each other to choose each other every day and so it's just so funny to know the backside of how y'all met and how y'all interact with each other y'all are funny y'all are just and it takes work it takes work you know nothing worth having is going to be easy it takes work it takes effort you know what I mean and that's when you have to really know is this a person that I want to put that effort and time with or is it not you know what I mean and trust me I pray (laughs) Lord you sure right this are you You? okay Okay. you know but no he's amazing and you know when I wanted to move and come out here and he was supportive you know what I'm saying and I I could have had it the other way where you know somebody that's stationary and like no I want to stay here the rest of my life but no he you know does life with me and I'm grateful for him you know when he gets my nerves (laughs) for sure (laughs) I mean like that's what we said too um behind the scenes of just like wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, like, he's not holding you back, but he's like, okay, let's go together, you know, and you guys figure it out together. So it's super cool just to know that that's the person that you have like brought into our family and that we get to love on and be loved by. So I'm just glad that you got your boo and that you guys are thriving there and on the West coast and doing your thing. Um, but you keep like praying for us though, y'all. Keep praying, you know. <laughs> yes, pray for Accept me. the prayers of the saints. <laughs> Idiot. Okay. Um, <laughs> you had mentioned in talking, it was like nothing that's good. No, how did you say it? Anything that's good, it's worth like you got to do work. I don't know what you said. Yeah. You said it. Bad. Um, so anything that is actually good for us um is going to take effort to continue it on. And and I want to translate that. You've done it in your relationship with Sam, but also let's talk about your relationship with the Lord. And I really want to ask you about your faith journey. Like, how did you come to know Jesus and what has, um, like how, how has your relationship with the Lord been? So first question is, how did you come to know Jesus, your faith journey? And has it been easy being in relationship with the Lord? Okay. So I'm going to answer the second question first. No, (laughs) let me get to that. Um, but how did I come? Because mama and daddy, you know, from beginning, we grew up in the church, Holy Temple Church of God in Christ, Aunt Francis, Pastor Francis Shepherd. Mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we grew up in the church Sunday, Wednesday night, Bible study, revival, Easter Sunday, Martin Luther King Day, all of it. Okay. Revival. So, revival, revival, vacation Bible study, like all of it. You know what I mean? Everything we grew up in it. So, you know, that's where the foundation was instilled in me, you know? Um, and then no, it has not been easy. It has not, it has been definitely a journey, but I will say I I would not change a thing because everything that I went through, 
has been such a lesson, such a life opening experience, especially now. You know what I mean? Um, and I have so much more to learn and grow and be better at. But, you know, the Lord's still working on me. Amen. Yeah, so true. And, I, and exactly what you said. So basically, we grew up in church. This is what we did the Sundays, the Wednesdays, the Mondays through Thursdays, which were like the revivals and the different guest speakers and the choir practice on Saturday mornings. Hello. And, you know, okay. like, and then <laughs> praise team. Thing. And then don't play yeah. an instrument. And then, you know, all of, okay everything basically um and so i think it really is important having that foundation of growing up in a black church and and how they praise the lord and how they go about it but then um and someone had mentioned this before it was like we cannot take the faith or the relationship of our parents with christ we have to develop one of our own and that's what we've both had to do and we've done it in different settings yours was more rooted in like um our, our church that we grew up in. And then, you know, you went off to college and you were more so of a outgoing person as far as like, you love the college life, you know, you were not more so of a homebody like I was or am still here. Hello. Um, but, you know, and so it's like, we had to take ownership of our own faith with the Lord. And so that's really another thing that I want to get into is what do you think has deepened your relationship with the Lord the most? Um, has it been through worship? Has it been through trials? Like what is it? Has, has it um, deepened your relationship? I think all of the above. And I think life for mm-hmm. me, you know, life. I'm one of the ones that, you know, you'd be like, oh, don't touch the stove. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> like if I want to touch the stove, I'm gonna touch the stove. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I have to learn the hard way. And so, you know, life. And I did, you know, when I went to college, listen, I'm 17 figuring out life and you have that period and I'm still figuring out life. I'm still becoming Michelle Obama. Okay. But like you have to figure out, you know, now I'm grown in mm-hmm. my mind, you know what I'm saying? Young and dumb. I'm grown. I'm gonna do what I want to do. You know, I don't have to go to church on Sunday. I don't have to go on Wednesday night. You know, I'm gonna go twice a month. You know what I mean? And so I kind of actually, took more of a step back during that time um which wasn't good but took a step back because we were just so immersed in church which was a great thing don't get me wrong but it's like oh you know now I'm grown I'm gonna do what I want to do you know what I mean like I'm gonna enjoy this I'm gonna do how I want to do it and then that kind of transitioned into all right the perfect concept the perfect mentality Mm -hmm. even though we know that no human being can be perfect. You want to be as perfect as you can be, you know, and that subconsciously messed with me because it was like, well, if I know that I might say a cuss word tomorrow, like, why am I going to talk to God? Like, he, you know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. Like, all right, well, I'm going to just wait until I get a little bit older, you know what I mean? So I can like live my life and have a little fun and then, you know, go talk to God and be like, all right, I'm ready. Right. And it don't quite work that way. You know, it, you know, don't really quite work that way. And I just remember life was just hard, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't remember the exact moment of when it was like, you know, God hasn't forsaken you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're out here doing your thing or whatever. But like, he's still here just because you might say a cuss word tomorrow doesn't mean you can't come talk to him right now. Mm-hmm. So doesn't mean you can't you know, 
listen to this gospel music, even though, you know, tomorrow you might listen to some R&B. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't mean that you have to be completely shut yourself off from him because he hasn't completely shut himself off from you. Whoa. So good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then it was like, all right, you know what? That's right. That's right. Like I was getting developing my mindset a little bit better. So fast forward years later, 2020, right before the pandemic hit, I was literally, it was at night. I was asleep. I woke up. I was just immersed in like tears. Mm-hmm. Like God was just showing me because I had been praying a little bit of just a little, you know, God, what, what is it that you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And he just showed me like my destiny, you know, parts of it, you know, what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and then he actually showed me, listen, those moments where you felt alone back then, let me remind you, oh, right. I was there. Mm-hmm. When I told you to go left and you went right, and you was doing your own thing. I was there. Yeah. You know, you didn't think I was there, but I was there. Mm-hmm. Those moments where you was laid out on the ground crying, mm-hmm. you know, I was carrying you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now get yourself together. Let's start walking again. I always mm-hmm. say take baby steps. You know what I mean? Let's start walking again. You know what I mean? If it gets too hard, I need to carry you. Listen, I got you. Right. But let's start walking again. Let's 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 start building our faith. Let's start building a foundation. And from that point on, it changed for me. Like, yo, I want my relationship with God to be so strong in essence, because everything he showed me that I'm destined to do and everything that he's brought me from. How could I not? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I send David, you know what I mean? The Lord. Yeah. We're still work on our on our. We're still working. You know what yeah. I'm saying. We still cooking back here, but but like I, that's when it really hit me. Like yo, I really rock with God because God really yeah. rocked with me. You know what I'm saying. Like it's time to do better. It's time to. I want to build this. Yeah. You know what I mean. And it hasn't been easy. Like when you say that, it's like I said I want to do better. Why is you know why is the world crashing down? Yeah. What's happening? You know. So um, but yeah. So no, and I think so that the, the other concept that really helped me was that the perfectness, you know what I mean? Having the mentality or the, or the, you know, you grow up kind of like Christian show, you, you ask them like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm blessed, sanctified, filled with Jesus, fire, baptized, glory, like, okay, <laughs> but how are you doing though? You know what I'm right. saying? Or you go talk to somebody like, yeah, I'm struggling like, man, da, 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 da. Yeah, baby, you just got to pray, pray, pray. Like I fasted when I went through that. I just fasted all day, laid out and spoke to Jesus all day. And it's like, okay, cool. But like, you didn't feel bad. You didn't feel, you know what I mean? I need somebody that can relate and give me the the real, the real mm-hmm. and the raw, which is why I love Sarah Jakes Roberts yeah. and Bishop Rosie O'Neill, because they keep it real. They let you know, you know, I need to be able to relate to that you know what I mean so it just helped me develop the concept of I don't have to be perfect I'm not gonna be perfect I'm not gonna be close to perfect and what I'm learning and I love the word is grace mm-hmm. right because grace is that shelter like dang I messed up mm-hmm. Lord forgive me I'm gonna do better thank God for grace you know what right. I mean like <laughs> let's get back on this horse Let's yeah. do better. I don't wallow in it like I used to. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still tri- still striving and the Lord's still working on me. But I love the fact of grace, you know. And nobody that I've met that I know has a heaven or a hell to put me in. So right. when you realize that, baby, 
It's all about the master. It's only one person that could do that. Right. Not so, even me. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I love it. I really love, I love the whole uh, journey that you brought us on. Right. So going back, growing up in church, growing up, being like completely submerged in this and that and doing this and singing this song and leading this and, you know, um, doing this play and, and so many things that we did as kids in church. But then as you get older, um, there, there's two ways there there's either I'm gonna keep rocking with Jesus or I'm gonna step back. And then for your story specifically, you, you stated that you step back. Right. And the, the things that you experience in that time are very unique to you. Right. We both don't relate on the same thing as far as like what we've experienced as we've grown up and, um, in our maturity and age and in our relationship with Jesus, but your uh, story and your journey specifically is so unique in the sense of even when we take a step back from the Lord, right? Even when we're like, hey, Lord, I'm going I'm, I'm to be with you in about two to pause. three years, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like pause real quick, you know, go work on them. And then, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Right. And so even just hearing your story, is like, when we put a pause on the Lord, he's still ready and willing to do what he is, um, like his character is, which is to provide, which is to comfort, which is to guide, which is to bless, which is to live, you know, like love us and um, all these different things. So even you pausing the Lord, taking a step back, doing your own thing, crashing and burning in some situations, you look back at this and you still see the fingerprint of the father because the Lord is not one. And we see it even in the Israelites. He did step away from them at times when they would worship idols and do their own thing and, you know, completely abandon the Lord. But when one heart would be like, I want to come back or when the Holy Spirit went after them, he had his arms wide open to say, let's come back. Let's do this together. And, and your story. And I think other people who are listening or watching will be able to relate that they have maybe put a pause on God, or maybe they have believed. I'm going to say it's the lie that, you know, I'm grown. I can do this. I can do that. I don't need God. It is a lie that we do need the Lord in every uh, season and age of our life. So if we put a pause or if we told the Lord to go handle them and come back to us in about two to five, maybe 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just knowing and hearing in your story, his character, his consistency, his ability to still stick with us, even when we say stay away. Um, And that is the character of the Lord. And then going into 2020, where you are completely just weeping at the Lord's kindness over you to know what you've done or what you've experienced or what you haven't done in the past. He doesn't hold it against us, right? Because our heart is everything. Um, and, And his heart for us is so good. And the fact that he wants to see us thrive and succeed and and be the person like that he's called us to be. Um, And so I just love that in your story specifically, and we know a little bit more details of your life and the specifics. And it's just good to hear um, two different perspectives and still the same God, still the same character, still the same grace and the compassion and the love and all of that. Um, Then going into your favorite word being grace, love the word grace. And we'll talk about the perfection mindset and and what that looks like. And, um, and you've shared so beautifully already how you've approached being perfect and how the Lord has changed that language to it's not perfection it's progression. And it's not perfection and um, taking giant steps. It is progressing in baby steps and there's grace for you. Um, And I think another thing that you had mentioned was 
just because you may sin tomorrow doesn't mean that you can't communicate with the Lord today. That's amazing. I think that's so freeing um, for anybody listening, including myself, is knowing we are going to sin daily. That's inevitable. Jesus even said it, right? Like there's going to be tests and trials that we are going to experience. Um, and the fallen world that we live in, we just know. We just know we are. But that should not stop, halt, or um, allow us to like put up this wall with communicating with the Lord today because we have no idea what the communication with the Lord today can change in our tomorrow um, or even in the next moment. So just hearing your story and how the Lord has weaved in grace in your life and you're able to share that with other people is amazing. Um, I would say a word for me that I love from the Lord is grace 100%, but it's mercy. And I think the mercy of God, how I've grown up to maybe know it is like grace. And they are very similar. They're talked about, you know, grace and mercy, and they define it a little bit differently. But I believe that the mercy of God is not a, oh, baby, you know, you messed up. Come on, come on. You know, um, it's not really that comforting, at least in my experience. For other people, mm-hmm, it may mm-hmm. be. But when I think about like the mercy of the Lord, it is in his call outs. It's in his convictions. It's in his challenges. Like, no, you know, um, convicting me of the thing that I watched, said, or did is the mercy of the Lord because I'm convicted so that he can call me back to him. And I think that's even in your story where the Lord has convicted, called, and corrected you not to condemn you. Okay. He don't do that, but to call you back to him and to his presence and to show you what he has for you. That is the mercy of God. That is the character of the Lord. That's what we get to taste and see of every single day. And we don't deserve any of it. And so in your life and in your experience, you've seen the grace and the mercy of the Lord and how he's woven that into your life. And then for me and for those listening and watching, there is this grace and this mercy that's attached to our lives that we don't deserve, nor could we ever earn, but he freely gives because that's who he is you know? Um, And so just listening to that is just absolutely encouraging because we do have two different stories, but it still shows the same character of the Lord, which is consistent. I read today, actually, and I'm thankful that the Lord led me to it. Hebrews 13, 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So knowing that, and applying that, okay, if he was gracious to Sissy in that time of her need or in that time that she put a pause on him, he's going to be gracious to me and my suffering and my sin and my struggle and my pause as well, because that's who he is. He cannot change who he is. And I think that brings me even more comfort in knowing when you know the character of the Lord to be loving and to be kind and to be compassionate and to be like this pursuing father, like constantly after you. This gives me hope to know that in my sorrow, in my situations, in my circumstances, like the Lord is right there coming after me, compassion over me, love poured out, blessings for me. Um, And that is just knowing that he is the same yesterday, today and forever. So, so good. Love everything that you have shared. So let's talk about, since you already mentioned it, is the striving to be perfect and knowing that we cannot be. You mentioned that um, in striving to be perfect, it was this way of maybe even telling the Lord, like, uh, um, I, I want you to love me, you know, like I wanna, I want you to uh, be proud of me. And there, there mm-hmm. is this striving that we do to earn the Father's love that's already just freely given, you know? And- 
thank you guys so much for listening to Lava Lexi Howl. I hope today has been so fun for you to listen to the conversation today. I'm absolutely grateful to chat with you guys each and every month sitting with special guests or we just talk one-on-one -on -one about whatever the Lord has put on my heart. And I'm just grateful that you get to be a part of it and that I get to be a part of your life, which is so special and unique to the Lord. And I'm just grateful for you. So I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. If you have not already gotten your copy of my book, Dear Broken Girl, you can get that on Amazon. Now, if you want a signed copy of my book, you can simply send me a message on my Instagram account at Dear Broken Girl or my Facebook account at Dear Broken Girl and let me know you want a signed copy. Be sure to get Dear Broken Girl for yourself, for your mama, for your friends, for your family, and even for a stranger. This book is to teach and remind you of your worth in Jesus. And I just want you to be equipped in what he's already called you to and to be empowered to do the things that he has set for you. So that is Dear Broken Girl. Please be sure to get your copy. Um, also, I want to let you guys know about my new podcast called Truth Be Told. It is found on YouTube, on Apple, on Spotify, and a lot of other platforms for you to go and check out. It is a conversation that happens each and every other Tuesday along with some bonus episodes that I have throughout the month and I just want you guys to be a part of that movement, that conversation, and just what the Lord is doing. So head over to the YouTube channel, head over to the podcast on different streaming platforms and listen to those conversations and be sure to subscribe to that as well. Um, I'm just grateful for you guys and I am so excited to take this journey with you. But before I let you leave, can I pray over you? Father, I'm thankful for those who are listening to my, me right now. I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would comfort them. I pray that you would guide them. I pray that you would give them clarity and, and just hope for the things that you have for them. Would you use them for your glory? Would you bless them for their good? And would you let them know how loved they are by you? You are good. You are holy. And we are just so thankful to be loved by you, Jesus. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Amen.